Welcome back to another episode of Running Things Considered. We are coming to you from the state of Georgia, which is a big deal because last Friday, the non-essential businesses opened right up. Yep, everybody's partying. Actually, we're in my living room right now. We have 30 people on my couch. That's right. What's up, Jake? Yeah, what's up? You need another beer? It's in the fridge, man. Got a bunch of people in the back. I love Jake, bro. Jake from He's State Farm. <laughs> Jake Paul. Jake Fromm. They're all here. They're all here. All the Jakes. Everyone's coming to Georgia because non-essential businesses are booming right now. That's right. I'm actually getting... I'm going to the tattoo parlor later to get my hair cut as well and then going yeah, to the bowling alley. I, I just came from the bowling alley. Yeah, so yeah. that was good. You were licking the inside of the bowling oh, ball. Naturally, that's what I was looking forward to this whole <laughs> yeah, yeah. So shout out to our governor for making our state the experiment. What could go wrong? Nothing could go wrong. There's <laughs> definitely not going to be a spike in cases. No, no chance. No way. When I was driving back from your house yesterday, I, there was a restaurant on 10th Street, which is right downtown. And uh, I didn't know if people were waiting outside to get food or they were partying. And I realized they were just partying. There was like 80 people outside that restaurant in oh Zoc- Zocalo. Oh, yeah. That's bad. Yeah. Well, and, and to be clear, guys, that was all uh, raging sarcasm. Um you know, may not support the decision. We'll see how it plays out. I haven't left my house today. Yeah, yeah. We, we've been social distancing <laughs> regardless, just to be clear. Uh, but, you know, on that note, I think it's time to uh, roll the intro. And Chris has been doing this thing where, you know, he has the same philosophy as Gucci Mane when it comes to the intros, which is always keep him guessing. And we love it. Gucci Mane or Gucci Zane? back um, here with myself. I am now the new world record holder in the handcuff mile. Um, sorry, Jeremy. I know he went viral and, you know, Canadian running magazines talking about him, but it doesn't matter. I'm the best, man. I did it. And if you don't know what that's from, that's from a viral YouTube video from about 2003. And I would go <laughs> look that up because it happened at my high school. What is it? Uh, it's Eli Reed, I think his name is. Okay. That may be a name of a runner or a skateboarder. Well, we'll just pretend that it. That I it's just Eli. type in "I'm the best main." I did it, and, and you yeah. did it. And it's a freestyle. Yeah. Okay, and you know that's 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 all there is to you. You know, you're the best. I know the and whole you did freestyle. It, right? <laughs> um, New world record holder. So what did I run? Four thirty six. Four thirty six. So easily. Easily. I felt really, really good. I got to wear the next percent for the first time because my foot has been giving me a little trouble, but they felt great. Next time, if we do do this again, I think this could become somewhat of a trend. Now I know how it feels, though. My hand, legitimately, I told you my hand was numb. Yeah, you still numb. You in, you nerve damage. I that yeah. Hand of my nerve damage. Nerve damage. Um, but also, before we go into that, uh, you ran four thirty six, and it's probably probably twenty percent you and eighty percent me and my yes, amazing he did pacing. Do job. a great I job pacing. I did not miss a one hundred split. No, he did not. For twelve hundred meters, I was just like he was clicking 70, them off. 70, 70. It was. I was very proud of myself. I didn't even warm up too. I just kind of like I came out late and I was like, oh crap. Well, you worked out that morning. I did work out that morning, so I was tired. Felt like yeah. garbage. But you know what? I, I put on. I no, put on you for did my it. city. Yeah, put yeah. On for Zane. When when you came through eight hundred, I was like, I can't do this on my own, and I asked you to go another four hundred. I was planning on doing it. Oh, okay. Anyways, yeah. All right. I was worried because I was like. Because it was still so awkward. I felt like I was like, fl- I, I mean, it just feels like you're kind of flailing the whole time because <laughs> yeah. your shoulders are all over the place because you can't move them. So I was like, I need somebody to at least like show me what the pace looks like because I still have no idea how to do it. 
But yeah, it worked out. Um, I wish I, I was worried about f- truly falling over. I, I could tell you said that that made your last lap a little slower. Yeah, I was because I tried to like pick it up, and then I was like, "Wait, if I trip because my hands are completely behind my back, yeah, um, and my shoulder's been very broken for a few years." That's like half of the comments on Instagram and TikTok. Yeah. It's like, "What if he? What if he falls?" You yeah, know? I was very worried about falling. I did not yeah. want to fall because I mean, you obviously can't. There's really nothing you can do if you're falling and handcuffed. No, um, but I mean, I think I could. If now I know how it feels, 436, it didn't really feel that bad. I felt like I recovered in like 10 seconds. Um, yeah, you, you like finished, took your handcuffs off, and like, all right, put the camera on me, let's do a speech. Yeah. So I think I could probably run, let's just say 427. Okay. And that's crazy considering you said I couldn't break 510. I know. That's also half the comments. Like, <laughs> people who actually listen to the podcast, which I is know, cool. I know, it's great. I've read the comments. Which is cool because honestly, yeah. like... I want to say that was like the coolest thing yesterday as I was just reading the comments and people actually gave a hoot. They gave a hoot. Yeah. They were tuned into the podcast. They were like, Avery's big stupid. <laughs> big old stupid. So, I mean, like, I think somebody who's in like tremendous shape could probably run like, I don't know. I just there's got to be a limit because form does play a factor at some point. Yeah, um, and those arms. Having I think I think I think uh, my teammate my teammate Ricky who's in great shape right now and he's not a big army runner or army. That's a word <laughs> I made up for yeah <laughs> for using his arms. Doesn't use his arms too much and has really good form in the lower body. He could he could go Pro- fast. Yeah yeah. Where does George Washington keep his armies? Keep his army. This is gonna be stupid. What? In his sleeveys. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of messed it up, but I thought it was funny. I, 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 I don't get it, I'll be honest. His army, you know George Washington. Oh, in the sleeve. In oh. his sleeves. You just call them, you just call your arms armies. Oh. Like, yeah. I like it. Okay, I get it now. Yeah, this is almost like the Optimist Prime thing. I didn't Optimist get Prime. <laughs> um, That's Yeah, funny. so, I mean, I, I think I should, we should definitely put a challenge out there. When this is all said and done, this should kind of take over or be kind of a, a new uh, section of the gene, blue gene mile. I hope so. Um, Stupid stuff like this gets me going. I know, it's great. Honest. And, yeah. like, if you, I think it's great to see, like, real athletes put in serious efforts with, like, your hands handcuffed behind your <laughs> yeah. back or, like, wearing blue jeans. Like, <laughs> it's I, just entertaining. Yeah, yeah, it's entertaining. Like, I think somebody could probably run, like, 415 Something yeah. like that with That'd your hands awesome. behind their back. That, that's pretty insane. That um, is good. Yeah, and then the next day, Sunday, we did that Saturday, right? Sure. Yeah, we did that. So, oh, because Friday, I, Friday, I was supposed to do it, but... Something happened. I, no, I was, I was sitting at home going to work, at working from home, and then we have one delivery driver left. Oh, that's right. And they crashed the delivery truck. That's right. And so I had to go do their deliveries for God, them. Ah, that is so whack. <laughs> so I didn't get home till like 8.30. Damn. Um, anyway, so we did it Saturday. Sunday, we went to our, my favorite place in the world to run, Lowater Park. Anyways, I've been running there since, for 10 years. And I've been in Atlanta for like four, and I love running new places, whatnot. I don't go there super often, but you know when I do, there's a route that goes. But anyway, it's nice. It's nice trails, right? Yeah. And I'm I'm a big nice trail guy. And last week, out of nowhere, because nobody is ever in this park, um, I saw people coming from a part of the park where I was like, I thought that's closed. I thought that's been closed for years. And I was like, Why? How are are people just so dumb? They're just walking to the end, and being like, Oh, okay, never mind. 
coming back. I ran over there, ran around this fence that is so easy to get around. There's a trail that goes around. It's honestly a really pointless fence. Yeah. It just like it's just confusing. Out. Yeah. <laughs> and now I found like how many miles of trails? That was insane. Like literally, I, I thought you were just taking me to Hawaii or something. There's swamps. You're literally you're running, you're running along the canopy of just like beautiful trees. Yeah, the like canopy. Flowers. Yes, and we're like thirty feet of, <laughs> above on boards. I know. Like, I'm like, where did this come from? And then we this just amazing trail. And then we popped out off uh, into the actual dirt trails. And then there's it's just wide in like wide, nice trails next to a creek. Okay. Where does this water come from? I know. <laughs> I so was like, this I is was just insane. like, I was like punching myself in the face because I've been running. I thought the belt line's a good route, you know. Uh, and like, I go over here, and I'm just like, I'm in paradise, you know. I'm in Costa Rica all of a sudden. I can't tell you. So when I I'm first back. when I first ran there last week, when I first found those new trails, I legitimately thought I was hallucinating. <laughs> They're that nice. Yeah. I like, was like, where, ha- how has nobody told me about this? How has not one person I've ever run with told me, oh, you know that place where you run every day? Just beyond the fence, that's 200 feet from where you start. <laughs> There's 10 miles plus of just trails. We didn't even go the whole way. No, we can take, we just we can take that all the way to the other end of the city. Right. And it's like, oh, if you're if you're bored and you know you want to run on boardwalks for three yeah, yeah. miles, yeah, yeah. there's just like a, yeah. a bridge more or less, just going by the. <laughs> I was pissed on the trees, but I'm happy insane. now that I found it. Oh yeah, but I was like, ugh, I can't believe I never saw that. Anyways, just so, wanted to shout that out. Go exploring uh, during this time. Yeah. I've been running a lot because why not? Why not? And uh, I decided just to go to the other side of that fence that I thought that was, you know, a fence. A fence. <laughs> and now I found Low Water has been my favorite place to run in the world. I've run everywhere in the world. Well, not everywhere. I've run a lot of places in the country and all over the world and all that. And this is my favorite place to run but now it's just an extension of my favorite place to run and it is even nicer so the lesson lesson being you know those those memes where it's like you have the or the the inspirational post where you have the guy digging yeah and then he's like oh like i'm about to turn back and there's like a bunch of diamonds mm-hmm. on the other side yeah that's i think that's what this is yeah you, you just you just kept digging you found your diamonds i kept digging i found a million dollars over there too i didn't tell you about that well, that's just, that's, you know, that's did, bonus, you know? Yeah, I did sell a jacket for a lot of money. You did. I. You sent me a video of you just, like, <laughs> talking on the phone with your money, dude. Just bands. through my ear. Just like, yo, what up? I sold a jacket for two, no, $1,200 in 20s. If, if I didn't, because, like, let's be honest, it's 2020. The only reason you have that sort of cash is if you're doing something, you know. Yeah, not a little, selling a jacket. Not selling a jacket, so... <laughs> You honestly well could have just looked up a video of internet, just like Google drug dealer money, and sent me that. <laughs> it looked crazy. It I went insane. to the I went to the bank yesterday to deposit it, and was like looking around because the bank was closed, and then people were like pulling in. You go to the ATM. I'm like, like, I'm gonna get set up. I'm gonna set myself up. Yeah. But but it, uh, just just to give you guys an idea, it was a Nike Supreme jacket, yeah. and you guys very know, rare Nike and Supreme put it together. Bang, that's a lot of money. Yeah, so. Probably worth more than that, but it's okay. I need the money. I know I need people, the money. Yeah, that double stimulus check. All right. All right. Um, it's about that time. About that time. Oh, I guess I can. I can play it. 
All right. This this one's coming from one of my best friends, Nahum Solomon. Uh, we've many, many, many miles together. He was one of the first. Well, he is the best distance runner to ever come through Georgia Tech. Yeah. Um, and trained with him a lot. One of my best friends, so I, I mean, yeah. Where's he run now? In Boston Track Club. Bo- yep, Reebok Boston Track Club. Yeah. Shout out, my boy. Yeah, and it's funny because he said, "You know who this is," and I was like, "It was attached." Chris sent it attached as a text from somebody else, and I was like, "I don't know this person." And I was like, <laughs> "Wait, this person sounds a lot like Nahum." <laughs> so I will say, Nahum's like a how many time All American? One, two. Uh, it depends. If you count first team, just one. But other than that, two. Okay, but well, he, he was a, he was a, you know he's only been once. All right, <laughs> I have one more cross country race. Uh, my questions are: All right, we'll start with who is your favorite teammate to room with at meets? This goes to both of you guys. Uh, do you think motivational speeches slash talks help you for racing? And if it, they do, what's the craziest one you've ever heard? And a more serious question, how do you get newer people on your team or to the sport to buy into the program? Do a good job, guys. That was my boy, Not Home. That was like a three-parter. Anyways. That was. So the first one is going to be a quick one. Who's your favorite person to roommate? I know that was directed to me because we roomed together at Nationals. It's probably the funnest trip of my life, uh, an outdoor at Eugene, Oregon. Uh, both of us did not have great performances, but we had each other and good emotional support, and it was a lot of fun. So eh, there you go, Nahum. I'll, I'll pull, give you a, throw you a bone. We do that on this podcast. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's you. And then do you want to chime in or just like whatever? Oh, I mean, I liked rooming with Charles Grethin when I was at UGA because he was super funny, super fast, and it was just he was a hoot every time. A and hoot. then also I liked rooming with Brandon Lassiter because. He was, he doesn't really care what time you go to bed. You can just kind of stay up. The bad boy, okay. It doesn't matter. And he's just going to watch people play video games. So That's right. I can just do whatever I want. And so, it was nice. I don't like rooming with Jeremy because he brushes his teeth every 30 seconds. All right. <laughs> uh, uh, and then the next question was, uh, do you think motivational speeches before a race helps? If so, uh, think of them. For me, this is... It's very hit or miss because I feel like like motivational speeches are only effective if you know your audience yes. and different strokes for different folks. Absolutely. Uh, so for the most part, motivational speeches have just kind of been annoying for me. Yeah, for agreed. the vast majority of my career. And I think that's weird for like athletes. It for, is for motivational speeches to be like awkward. To me, they're like really cringy. Yeah. Like I can I sometimes I'm like ugh, <laughs> like. Let's just do this. Right. Like, I'm here because I want to do this. Right. But I know for a lot of people, it really helps, and that's great if it helps. I never really use the word, like, inspired or, like, it motivates me. You know what's funny, though? What? It it was funny when, when we were going over this before this. I had never felt like, I hate that. Like, I don't know why I hate that word. Like, I what, always... motivation? Just, like... Yeah, or like in like I, I'm so inspired by that. I, I this doesn't happen for me. I wish it did, but it doesn't. Um, but I watched a video from Lizzo earlier, and it was Shout like out. the first time I was like, "That's pretty cool." <laughs> I was like, "She's had a great year." I was like, "I want my life to be like that." Yeah. So it's funny you brought this up because it was. I mean, 
I don't know about motivational, but like it was like cool to see somebody yeah, like yeah. progress. No, and that's what I'm saying. Like, like stuff works for me. Like what gets me going is I'll just like watch a really fast track race and I'll yeah, just be yeah, like, yeah. I want to be that guy. Exactly. Or I'll watch one that. of my own track races <laughs> and be like, I want to be like that guy again. <laughs> so Yeah, exactly. Um, um, but I, I really like watching races and just like thinking about my goals is more inspirational to me right. than somebody telling me what to do or but, how to feel. But I, I know one time, like I've never, like I'd never seen Miracle on Ice, which is, you know, the, the movie about the USA Olympic hockey team beating yes. the Russians and people were like, oh, this movie is going to get you going, dude. Like, you're going to love it. So I watched it the day before or the day of my first ever uh, Nationals appearance. And I finished it. And I was just like, okay, like, <laughs> uh, good for them, you know. <laughs> the most, the best, I guess, quote unquote, motivational speech I've ever gotten was in eighth grade by my basketball coach. He's all, I mean, like, shout out to my coaches that I've had in the past. He's the best coach I've ever had. Like, no doubt, hands down. Uh, Derek Cooley. How shout out. He could have, I swear, he could be an NBA coach. Really? He's so good at being a coach, and he knows everything about basketball. Anyways, we were losing by like a point to this other middle school, and he comes (laughs) in to the locker room, punches the locker as hard as he can, and breaks (laughs) his hand, and goes... How are we losing to these idiots? In they school? can't even dribble. <laughs> and I was like, he's right. We definitely should not be losing to these people. Oh my gosh. But yeah, I don't know why that one's always stuck with me. Anyways, he's That's been so very supportive of running and I still talk to him sometimes. But that got you going. That got you going. Yeah. Uh, but but some some have, have gotten me going. Uh like I know in in high school. Uh, it was right before like the region meet, which is a meet like to, to make uh, state, and like we were gonna win it. If we didn't win it, we were gonna go to state. It wasn't that big of a deal, but uh, our, our coach gathered us around and pulled out his iPhone, and like a month ago, or like over the summer, he had taken a video uh, with music playing in his car to some like old seventies funk song that was like somehow motivational. I forget what it was. But it was something along just like, like, just keep chugging, like, <laughs> dreams are going to happen if you just make them. Oh, that was, that's not how it went, but you, you get the idea. And Everyone's he just showed us that winner, baby. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so he just, like, showed us that. It was, like, like two months ago, just like, this was you guys, and I saw this in you. Like, you can do it. And I was like, that funk song was like, it, it hit me. So that one. Oh, it did well. Yeah, it did well. I was huh. like, dude, he was right. You know, dude, like... Gotta find that song. We gotta find that song, Gotta funk you up. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but I mean, I'm... Inspirational speeches work for so many people. Go on Instagram and look at any guy who's, like, doing motivational stuff. There's, like, a million people, like... Yeah. This is unbelievable. You only have one life. Yeah. (laughs) You would have wanted a trillion chance of being a human being. Yeah, yeah. Are you gonna waste it? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But no, some of it's good. Not, Not hating on it, just, you know... Absolutely. Different stuff for different people. And yeah. the next part of the question was how to get people invested when they're first getting on a team. And this kind of has – and for me, I think this is this exact same thing. Like this this is like you know different strokes for different folks, you know. Um, and, and honestly, like to, to be great in college because in high school, you know, you can be talented and do pretty decent. Mm-hmm. You, know? It, it, you know, there's really no recipe. But in college, it's, it's a bit of another level. You have to do a lot of the little things. You know, talent doesn't always cut it. And, you know, people just have to find themselves. Sometimes it takes a bit, you know. Uh, and I know for me, it was just like running was my identity almost. And if I wasn't running fast, then I just didn't feel like I was 
you know, being a hundred percent myself. And so that mo- motivated me a lot when I, whether I knew it or not every day, but I had that, I've had that discussion a couple of times about just kind of that being an identity. Like, is that, do you want that to be your identity? Like what you're known for, I guess. And, and that, and that's another to my point is like, is it a choice, you know, mm-hmm. of like, although this is driving me, like, can I just flip that switch and turn it off? Sure. At that, at the time, definitely not, you know, Yeah. but I mean, I definitely recognize it, and at some points when I have a bad race, it's easier to get over it because I'm like, you know, like I have other stuff going on. But. Yeah, I think to get kids invested or get to, to get people invested and to buy in, which is what he said. Um, I think basically it's trying to make the sport look accessible for people. And you have to like you know try and build a positive team culture as much as possible. Be in, be inclusive, um, you know. Try and incorporate everybody into every run or to every activity. Um, I think that's a good way to you know to get people to to think running is cool and running is going to be challenging when you first start. Like no matter who you are, it doesn't matter if you're a world record holder now. <laughs> it's like gonna be hard for the first eight months. I mean, it's just like a tough sport. Um, so I think being able to, you know, keep your teammates and hold your teammates accountable, like what my, what Jeremy and I are doing right now, we're holding each other accountable by it's saying we have this stupid track club, double digits track club, (laughs) but it legitimately makes me want to run every day, 10 miles. I had no desire to run yesterday and we ran, Jeremy ran more than 10. Um, so I think, being consistent with running, holding your teammates accountable, um, and just being inclusive and having a positive team so, culture. Yeah, I was about to say it all comes back to the culture thing. Yeah, because I know when I first got on the uh, the team at Tech, you know, it was pretty much just like running fast was like you know Jeremy. Honestly, when I was a freshman, Jeremy was a big component to the winning team culture, and so was Brandon. He was a little less spoken; he more just led by example. But you know, it was still impactful. Yeah, uh, and then. I mean, there's always going to be, you know, goofballs on the team that don't take it as seriously, but it's just, you know, to balance the having fun, you know, you have to be good, but you have to be, you know, a decent amount of person that people want to aspire to be you, right? You can't, you know, just be like a machine or else you're going to be hard to relate to and not build that team culture. Um, So yeah, team culture is definitely a big thing. Um, And that's, you know, there's a bunch of different ways to do that. Um, But, you know, setting the example is... yeah. Also, what helped me when I was first starting running uh, in high school was just, like, I really enjoyed watching a lot of races. So, like, the way I got invested was, like, wow, that looked really fun and that looked really cool. And, like, if I could potentially do something like that, like, it would be uh, yeah fulfilling. And exactly. That was, that's what I was going to my first point. Like, be the person you want to be. Yeah, yeah. Do you want to be, you know, just, you know, the person who just, you know, competing against yourself or do you want to be that guy who showed up to attract me and turn heads and yeah. for me i wanted to be that guy that showed up to attract me and turn heads absolutely so um but you know starts with consistency absolutely starts consistency habits you gotta pick up a habit every every so often you can't do it all at once or get overwhelmed blah 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 blah. i think we did a good job answering that question i do too all I right to time to get to the next one um yeah let me Pull it up. Oh, God. And this this is... I like this one. This is one we had really like... This is a... Because a lot of questions are like sort of repeats, but... 
Well, not, I'm not saying sort of repeats, but on the same theme. But I think this one's pretty unique. Yeah, hi, my name is Garrett. I'm calling from Kokomo, Indiana. And I have uh, two questions for you guys. One is, uh, should I be embarrassed about the fact that I run an ultra? Um, uh, because of that, I only run at night, and I would like to start running during the day now that it's getting warmer. <laughs> but my footwear gives me a complex. Another question is, are there any like stipulations for wearing two-inch inseam shorts? Say if I'm a mid-30s soft boy plotter, uh, would it be wrong for me to be wearing two-inch shorts? Or, you know, if I'm under the age of, I don't know, 75. <laughs> uh, yeah, thanks. How are you doing, guys? Okay. First off, I want to shout out to Kokomo, Indiana. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, there's a Beach Boy song called Kokomo. Really? If I'm Kokomo, not, Indiana. That's if I'm not mistaken. That's my favorite. We got a lot of questions from Indiana. I love it. I mean, my family lives in Indiana. I know, bro. Yeah, Kokomo. Kokomo, Indiana. Um, Beach Boy original lyrics. Wow, it's a historic town. Let's just play it for a second. All right, we'll play it for a second. Everyone knows this song. I'm assuming this is a different Kokomo. No way. I have great beach life in Kokomo. It's a Jamaica. Off the Florida Keys. That that, that must have been a mistake on the lyrics part. (laughs) Has to have been. Okay, well, uh, maybe I was wrong. I thought that. Well, close enough. Indiana (laughs) is not quite like Jamaica. But uh, it's not Jamaica. <laughs> Indiana. <Kokomo>, Indiana. <laughs> um, so first thing is your ultra shoes. For those who don't know what ultra shoes are, they have uh, with an A. With an A. Yeah. Yeah. Not ultra. Ultra. Yep. Um, they just—they're more or less like minimalist shoes with a big toe box. Um, yeah. If I'm not mistaken. Truly, I have an aroma. Uh, in my foot, which, you know, a lot of the times... What, is, what, what does that mean? Neuroma means I just have, like, a like nerve issues in between my fourth and fifth metatarsal, okay. so... Oh, of course, uh, yeah, yeah, That's why that. I, I wear that toe spacer. Gotcha. Um, so it helps kind of, like, break it up, because otherwise sometimes the, the impact on that metatarsal can send, like, really painful shocks. <laughs> and it sucks. Um, anyways, but when I had that and I was having those problems, people were like, oh, you should definitely buy Ultras because those are like the shoes for Neuromas because the toe box is so big that your, your, your foot's not going to be compressed. So the idea is to spread your toes as much as possible. Um, I would say they are the most embarrassing looking shoe. Um, I feel like it could be worse. What are those, what are those shoes with the springs in them? You know what I'm talking about? Spira? Mm-mm. I don't know. Oh. Well, there, there are shoes with, like, literal springs in them. Okay. I think that might be worse. That sounds really bad. Yeah. Um, Ultra, no, because I, I know, uh, well, I guess this isn't a great example, but one of my teammates who had had been known to run in flip-flops. Is that Isaac? It's Isaac. He was an ultra guy. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I've heard they're pretty good shoes. I yeah. don't think, especially in Kokomo, Indiana, that 
many people are going to know what ultras are, so I do <laughs> not believe you should be embarrassed about running in your footwear. Obviously, it's super easy to change the footwear. You can also just take any logo that you want off of any shoe and paste it directly onto your That's shoe. That's true. And you will be wearing whatever You'll be an brand. artist. You'll be yeah, an artist. Too. Yeah, you start an Instagram, start That's doing right. custom logo <laughs> orders. Yeah. Um, and then... And then for the the split short one, uh, I've been I'm a split short guy, two inch split short. If you're not wearing two inch split shorts, I don't want to talk to you. So if <laughs> I say run in the daytime with your ultras, they're expensive shoes. Go out there, enjoy the run, enjoy the probably super flat cornfields of Kokomo, Indiana, oh, yeah. off the Florida right Keys. Next, right now, off the Florida Keys. <laughs> right next to Jamaica. Right. <laughs> um, you have to, have to, have to wear two-inch split shorts. If you're not wearing two-inch split shorts, you're wearing half tights. And if you're not wearing half tights, you're wearing full tights because it's cold. That's it. And, it, and if you wear the longer ones... Just that you only can get that excuse if you're get if you're just first getting into running. Yeah, yeah. Maybe having and with the two inch split shorts, you are not allowed to wear anything under them. You're not oh, wearing yeah, underwear. Mm-hmm. You have a liner. That's your underwear. You do not confidence. And and honestly, uh, this question is you know we're talking about fashion. We're talking about ultras. I think that's completely beside the point, my guy. I think you should be able to wear whatever you want and rock it outside. Because who gives a heck what people think? You know, what I was wearing today. I no. was wearing. Just because I felt like it, because I don't give a heck, okay? Mm-hmm. I was wearing American flag split shorts that kind of don't really fit me that well. But what, what inches are they? Oh, they're two inches. Yeah. They're short ones. <laughs> uh, American flag shorts, and I had, because I had matching American flag shoes that I decided to put on. And I usually never wear them. Oh, they're you've Mizunos. worn that to my house before. Yeah. When did you wear that? Independence Day? Yeah, yeah, no, it's for the 4th of July collection. Yeah, yeah, but... And I just felt today, you know, like, I, I said, screw it. I said, I woke up, I looked myself in the mirror, wore that I said, Memorial today Day. you're going to be that bitch. And I, and then today I was that bitch, and I wore just patriotic bottoms, shoes, and I had myself a day, and I didn't give a heck. Yeah. And I would wear ultras. I would wear... <laughs> I say you have to wear two-inch split shorts. If, if I saw a mid-30s soft boy running around in two-inch split shorts, I would say, in my head... Number one, either that guy knows what he's talking about, knows what he's doing, or he's a former elite. He's a former elite. Yeah, because that's the only people who know about it other than 85-year-olds who walk around yeah. in Chinese <laughs> 85-year-olds. <laughs> the Beach Boys. Yeah. The Beach Boys. They're like all dead. You know what? I've seen them in... I saw them live at the Brave Stadium. Were they holograms? Maybe. <laughs> you know the guy, like the lead singer. I was just like, okay, Shout out Beach Boys, it. Yeah, they're actually like my favorite group oh yeah. um culture yeah um the the lead singer was like allergic to being outside and all of their songs are about being at the beach that is that's awesome yeah. that is an awesome fact yeah but yeah my, my, my tangent uh bragging about looking like an idiot today is just you know you do you yeah if you want to run an ultra is run during the day wear a church do whatever wear <laughs> church well, see not. i was <laughs> a little embarrassed about running in my tiny split shorts around my neighborhood when i first moved here about two months ago now I don't care. I'm I'm like naked. And that was one of the day. best things that cross country did for me. Okay, I'm gonna open up for a bit right now. Okay, we're going on a, a hot tangent. So when I was in middle school, I was probably the most self conscious little dweeb of all time. Okay, one time I, I decided to be different, edgy, and I dyed my hair green. Okay, nice. I did. 
And then you should bring that back. I did. It was a good. I have some hilarious pictures. <laughs> Anyways, so and then going to school, I decided I didn't like my hair, and I just started crying. And I was in like eighth grade, which is pathetic, which is very embarrassing. And then I told my dad, like, I can't go to school. Take me back. And he was like, this kid, wh- how, what went wrong with this? <laughs> what did I do wrong? And so I ended up talking and we went to that and I wore a hat that whole day because I was so embarrassed because I, I intentionally, it was my idea to dye my hair green. But then I went to high school and I joined the cross country team and it was just a culture shock. These kids didn't care at all. They wore split shorts to school. They wore split shorts under their shorts. Oh, yeah. And I was like, that is awesome. These kids don't care. And it was such an influential time. I stopped caring. Every and Sunday. And I was so much happier. We go to restaurants when they were open. Right. After long runs in the split shorts. I, that's, that's right, dude. I don't care. No, it's it's free. It shows that you've been working hard. It does. I, I want to celebrate working. it. I want to celebrate it. Yeah. So... So two-inch split shorts or half tights. Actually, I remember the first time I got half tights because I saw people running, uh, like, you know, at big meets, professional meets, and half tights. I was a really small guy. I'm still very small, but I was <laughs> even smaller, and I got a pair of Saucony half tights that I just lost in this move. They were like sick as half tights. Anyways, um, warm to practice. Nobody at my school knew anything about distance running. I got made fun of for like months, but I was like, I don't care, dude. I look. Sick. I look sick. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I'd say do what makes you happy. If you want to wear two-inch split shorts and you don't feel like you can fit into them, make it like your wedding dress from 1986 and fit into those split shorts. All you got to do is run. You lose, you know, you can lose some weight running. Right. Jeremy has lost 20 pounds since he started this training that is, cycle. Uh, uh, what, is, what is wrong with that kid? How does that... His genetics, man. It's, I swear yeah, to God. He's meant to run. Anyways, so, yep. Thank you for the question. Enjoy your time at the beach next to Jamaica. That's right. In Kokomo, Indiana. <laughs> Jamaica. <laughs> All right. I think it's about that time. It's I think about that time. It's I'll, about time to enter the zone. Is it about that time? Yeah, I wanted to say that uh, for a little bit, the love of my life, uh, vague, uh, fake love of my life, um, her parents lived in Kokomo. Oh. Yeah. Okay. I just remember. Is that, that. why you're crying right now? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Let me find. These dogs barking next door I need to shut the hell up. I don't know. Straight into the questions. And uh, this one, uh, it's an interesting one, you know. Not real uh, track season, but. Uh, always time for some fun stuff my my one question is would it be harder to run one mile 1609 meters exactly not a 1600 meter would it be harder to be drinking milk to be drinking a beer or an alcoholic beverage such as white claw or bowman wonders if it would be more difficult to run it backwards when I say difficult, I don't mean which would suck the most, but uh, which which do you think you guys could run the fastest? Rank them one, two, three. What's the fastest? What's the slowest? What's you know right in the middle? And, uh, which one do you think would suck the most? And, uh, of course, you know, you know who it is. <laughs> B-bone, Bowman, Bonezone, thing with Bonezone. Hope there's a sweet theme song for this Avery. Zane, stay classy and uh. 
Thank you, Bone Zone. Boop, 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 boop. I, wish, I wish we had our. Uh, I know we really need our sound mixer. I miss the air horns, bro. Know, that would man. have been take it up. It's all in the barn. It's all in the barn. But we thank we you. We didn't Bone even. Re- you know what I just realized? What? We were in a cult. We were in a barn. For like three months, we didn't even know it. We didn't. We didn't. Also, I didn't mean to say three months, probably because I saw it in our notes right here. Three months? Straight. Every this is week. This three-month anniversary. Yeah. This episode. This episode. 12 weeks in a row. That's We could incredible. have had one-third of a baby by now. We could have with yeah. this. And we practically are, honestly. This is our baby. This is our baby right here. Thank you, Bone Zone. Jamaica. <laughs> Um, beer, 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 beer. <laughs> I'm gonna make a Kokomo rap remix. You should. Yeah, you should. Going to. It's about time. Honestly. I can't remember. So actually, before we get into this next question, I was on the baseball team in high school, and uh, I was a freshman. And there was two guys that were seniors, and we had uh, a Beach Boy kind of cover band that we used to listen to after practice. Anyways, <laughs> what? yeah. <laughs> on our way to checkers. That sounds really cool. It was. <laughs> um, so, to the question, beer mile versus milk mile versus backwards run yeah. mile. Yeah. And I'm going to say it right now. I think my backwards run mile could be, I'm going to be very, very We know the world record. We know the world record. And this is a little bit of a preview. Of maybe. A, a maybe of a future episode. Maybe. But I think, I think I'm just going to say like 630. Yeah. Think dude, faster, think dude, slower. No, no, no. I, I mean, I do. Sorry, I don't think you can do that. I really don't. All right, all right, it's fine. Uh, I mean, I legitimately think I could do like I can run nine minutes backwards. Maybe not even. The record's what? Five fifty-five. Fifty-four. Five fifty-four. I want to see that. That's I don't, pretty quick. I don't really believe that. I don't um, know, dude. I, I was always the best when we did the backwards runs <laughs> at drills. I mean, I don't know about doing it for a mile. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, I thought that I could probably run pretty quick handcuffed but then i was like man this sucks for a mile yeah yeah you end up doing pretty well but yeah yeah but i'm just saying like backwards around a track or would you just do it straight because like going around a track would be a biatch yeah, do, if we hop on the belt line we can go real fast okay let's think uh let's do track let's, let's, let's not let's not make this any more complicated than it can be or you just we don't have to be the belt line the belt line is just like a stretch of concrete here that you know goes on forever it's flat um Let's put it on the belt. Let's put it on a. a Let's down. It's a little downhill. It doesn't matter. Okay. We don't know. We didn't know if the person either put the damn handcuffs behind her or in front of her. That's true. We still beat it. We still (laughs) beat it. (laughs) But uh, and then so so I'm I'm still gonna say six thirty. I still am. Okay. Um, And then for the beer beer mile, I think without the running and if I just drink four beers, it's gonna take me about forty five fifty (laughs) minutes. Dude, I I am uh, I'm a man. You know, everyone knows I like to party. I'm a fun guy. (laughs) But <laughs> maybe my weakness, a little bit. Oh, dude, I would not be able to finish a beer mile. Absolutely not. I drink one beer, and I can I can only drink like one beer. That's and right. <laughs> so um, I've almost run a milk mile before. Really? In high school, I got invited to run a milk mile, and I'm very glad I didn't because number one, I think milk is the second grossest thing in the world behind ranch. And, <laughs> wait, third behind ranch. And mayonnaise. Mayonnaise. I knew. I, yeah. I knew that was missing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god, I can't even think about. It. <laughs> um, anyways, 
No way. I would rather, I don't even know what I'd want to do. I guess as a joke, I would rather just do the beer mile. Jeremy's run actually under seven minutes for a beer mile. Yeah, I, I, was, I was there in person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he, that was a athletic. <laughs> yeah. And the funny thing is, it was like our entire team of you know, people that can run low fours. Yeah. And, and there was somebody just brought his frat bro. Yeah. And the, the order was Jeremy and right behind him was a <laughs> frat bro. And then 30 minutes later was this rest of the cross country team just struggling, just burping up foam. Yeah. There's no way. I mean, it's says i looked at the official rules and it says vomiting is not permitted yeah you I can't vomit does that mean you're dq'd if you yep. vomit oh really yeah I DQ'd, didn't you can't can't leave more than what four ounces in the right in the beers in total, in total. and it's 12 ounce beers and speaking of getting disqualified for leaving over four ounces mr Corey bellamore the uh world record holder at the time he still is a world record holder but he broke his world record and ran 424 424 over his the the, the, the world record that stands now is still his at 433 and i think he ran 424 in excuse me 2018 um so relatively new but uh he left more than four ounces in his beer i think he ran left like four point some odd ounces, which sucks, but that does suck. Which, but that's a feat of athleticism. I mean, we watched it before we started. It's incredible. It's he's it's moving. Incredible. He is moving. Well, we looked up his PRs. He's he's a fit guy. He's fit. So what he's I thought fit about, and he's a, he, he's he's good on the track. He's a professional and track. He's probably a fun guy at parties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. honestly. So <laughs> he's run one forty seven for eight hundred. Jesus. 3.39 for fifteen hundred, which is probably his best PR. And then, well, three fifty seven for a mile. Wow. What. That's fast. That's all fast. I think it's very hard for anybody, a normal person, to compete with that level of athlete, no matter really what you're doing. Oh, it doesn't matter if you just <laughs> blink and beers are gone. Yeah, so like, you think you could run 6.30 for a backwards mile. Yeah. I say maybe I, we try I, that. Um, I, I might. Okay, I just, like, I, see, I, something like that, I mean, when I do the backwards runs at practice or whatever, my calves hurt for, like, a week. See, you see my calves, bro. I know. I got calves. I know you do. I got my, for me, my issue mine's just bone. That's I, true. My legs are, like, my calves are the same size as my quads. Like, they're tiny. See, and, I can fit my whole hand around. And my only issue is, is the hip strength. Because I know, although when you see me, you're like, wow, that guy has a bakery and it's open for business. He got the Tonka truck on the back but it, honestly my, my my glute strength isn't that isn't that good so i think that'd be my biggest issue right there is just hip mobility but i think i would rather do the beer mile and i dude i would try and go like light beer so there's a there's a bear he said white claws though and that's easy mode white claws yeah I, I don't want to do white claws because that's like drinking juice and i it's feel like i could water do decent with that oh yeah i could definitely do decent yeah i like black cherry and mango and all of those flavors. Oh yeah, um, Be- beer is a little, you know. That then we're getting into the territory where it's like, is Avery really that much of a man? That's right. Because it so, takes him seventy five minutes to make a. <laughs> so <laughs> I could. <laughs> I don't want to get too much into this the party thing because you know whatever. But whatever. I'm twenty six, <laughs> so I am fully allowed to do anything. But except I just was I'm just now allowed to rent a car that's the last like big I know I'm thing. still working I still on can't that. run for president I think I'd be 35 but um I think if I did like I would just do, out of all these I would do a beer mile um I would do the Boston Marathon 26 point brew marathon uh, beer it's a sea salt ale when I was working for Miller Coors in New York um Sam Adams like came up to me. He's like, "Who? I know you run like all this stuff." And we're trying to bring me to all these bars and like pitch it. I was like, "Dude, this is 
one of the worst beers. I mean, it is just, it's not great. It was just like a low calorie beer that they, they were doing for the Boston Water. Marathon. More or less. Okay. Andres, who is one of our best friends, who just texted me. He's been quarantined in New York for two months, and he says he's at his house, which is next door. He just got back, and he's going to head over, and he may be watching the podcast. Anyways, um, from, a, from a distance, I told him to be in the driveway. But uh, I would try and do it. I really don't think I could. I don't even know. Milk mile. My milk mile actually might be better than my beer mile, to be honest. Oh, there's absolutely no way. I would throw up so fast. Everything hurts my stomach, so. (laughs) (laughs) Dairy is always a bad choice. I'm not bad. Like, you you know, I'll, like, eat whatever before. I know, dude. I get the meat sweats. I get the everything sweats. (laughs) You do. Like, I can't even drink almond milk. It's nut milk, and that hurts my stomach. (laughs) Uh, I think it's just in my head. It's got to be in my head. Um... Or I have something really wrong. Actually, we'll, we'll get into that in a second. But um, <laughs> well, <laughs> uh, I think I could do. I think I could run like eight minutes, probably. I don't know. I kind of want to try it now. I don't think. I, I don't think it'd be because, like, I mean, I still don't. I still have a little bit of pride being twelve a professional athlete, so I don't. I don't want to do all these like stupid records. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, so. I don't really want to do a ton of gimmicky stuff. Right, but. It's kind of, I mean, I had fun doing the handcuff. I didn't run like slowly. No, I'm it was glad impressive. I, yeah, so. It was impressive. But, um, yeah. I don't, I mean, like, if once the season, I don't know, once the quote unquote season's over, maybe I'll do a beer mile. I don't know. I've never done it. I would try and use like a, a low alcohol beer, but Corey, the guy, the world record says he likes flying monkey. And if I'm not mistaken, those are IPAs. He's insane. If I'm not mistaken. I mean, he's a world record holder, but, like, good lord. I would pick Coors Light for sure. Yeah. That's my favorite. Yeah, I'm trying to think of Miller Light. Okay. I worked for Adidas very briefly three years ago. They just needed a junior sales rep, and we went to Winston-Salem, North Carolina. I was skateboarding stuff. And uh, I drank a couple Miller Lights, and I literally can't even smell it anymore. And I worked for them in New York. I can't even smell it. I don't know what happened. Oh it's just my like gosh. a, it's like a, ugh. I just felt awful the next day. I was like, maybe I got like expired beer. Anyways, first time I talked about on the podcast, my stomach hurting, literally doing anything. I can't freaking run for four hours after I eat four or five <laughs> hours. It's insane. I'm like starving all day. I wish I could just eat and do something. I've been getting better. I used to eat two baby carrots before I left to go running. Just have baby some carrots. calories or some energy to work off of. <laughs> Um, I know it's the stupidest thing in the world. Somebody reached out to me on Instagram and said, Hey, you may have this, uh, bacteria in your stomach that Bacterophora? is, that's like bad. That is like negative, you know, like that you not E. coli. Nah. Yeah. Okay, that's, that is that's stuff you want. Yeah. 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 So it's like, um, the reason that your stomach may hurt and I just got tested for it and my, my stomach was hurting when I was running and. I just had to take a bunch of pills, and now it's fine. Dang. So, could be that. Anyways, I think I'm just going to do a beer mile in however long, maybe for my 27th birthday. Right. Dude, honestly, I don't think we've ever been more invested in a podcast. These like, like, all these questions I could fight over. Oh, yeah. Like, that Oh, was- yeah. I mean, if somebody wants to talk to me about split shorts any day, I will literally go 12 rounds. You go 12 rounds over somebody <laughs> about short shorts. shorts. Yeah. And, and for me, about motivation and getting people invested, yeah. that's something I've thought about a lot. Yeah, and yeah. for this one, I didn't really quite go. The, I was just like the fashion, be you, bro. Don't yeah, give yeah. a heck. That was I passionate about. Beer Mile, 
I just think it's funny how bad I am at drinking beer, personally. <laughs> Running backwards. I think you and I are Easy. both pretty bad. I'm, I'm pretty known for high-schooling my beers, which means I leave a lot and then just... Oh, the booty soldiers? Oh, yeah. See, I, I don't stoop that low. I don't stoop that low. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I don't really want this anymore. It's funny because uh, Jeremy makes fun of me for saying that my beers always get warm or because I just leave them and I take like two hours. <laughs> and then uh, I... The company I work for has a, a little bar, and they were giving away hotty toddies at the bar, which I don't know what alcohol it has in it, but it took me like an hour and a half to get half of it down. I was like, oh, this is cold now. <laughs> <laughs> so I was getting made fun of for it being warm and cold. I can't get any alcohol down. That is so funny. Um, anyways, but I am always very uh, passionate about getting new people into the sport. Track and field and cross country has the highest participation rate of any sport in high school in the United States by far. Yep. I was thinking about Shout this out. last night, actually. I don't know why I was thinking about this. I was doing the dishes and thinking about this. It's because there's really, I mean, there's a there's a pro circuit, but it's like not many people know about it. Not many people even know. Like every time they used to say, I used to run for shoe company, like what does that even mean? People don't know there's like really pro teams. Um, so there has to be people for kids to look up to. Um, and to like want to be like them and invest in and like go to those meets and like do all that stuff. So I think what is happening in the social media realm, I know we've talked about this before, but it's been great for the sport. Kids are getting faster. I don't know if that's just because the genetic pool is getting smaller and, you know, you know, people are just getting faster because they should be getting faster. Well, or it's because... Yeah, yeah, too fast people saying, hey, let's make a fast kid. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or is it because, you know, kids are seeing now that... You know, running is cool, can be cool. It's not just like yep. dweebs running around in tiny shorts. So, um, shout out. Yeah. Always, and I always think, down for I that. think that's a great note to end this podcast on. Yeah. So, thank you so much for listening and roll the outro, whatever that's going to be. We're going to be back next week, of course, because we don't miss. Ooh, and we're going to be back next week. And this is going to be a very special episode because if nothing falls through, yeah. we're going to have another guest, my boy's Carlos Villarreal, yeah. who's a. Very, he's 336? Something like I that. I think he's one of the fastest NCAA 1500 meter runners of all time. Of all time. One of my good friends. Yeah, and he's he was teammates at the University of Arizona with one of my best friends as well. So, so yeah. So, stay tuned for that and have a great day. Yes. <laughs>